I don't think that was even fake Italian. I think that was just That was just offensive. super fluent Italian. <laughs> Forget about it. Rolling. All right. What? what? Whoa. I'm still rolling. Gabagool. I'm sorry. Jeez, Johnny. <laughs> All right, start the show, Amy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to The Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, I am Amy, and we got Joe fidgeting with his mic. Yeah. I am. What's what's wrong with somebody else? Somebody, but not me, set it up. That's Sorry, that was that was me. I thought you would fix it. I just set up a small temporary one, uh, and then we got Johnny. Also, John- he Johnny. <laughs> you said like you just wanted to say Joe, but you just remember no. Okay, hi. And uh, forget about it. Today is a <laughs> secret shame episode that I am extremely excited. Extremely about. shamed about. Too excited. I, think. I feel much shame for you. Yes, we Joseph. are both very ashamed for Joe. Well, that's good. I don't feel shame, so somebody's got to. But, you bastard. But really quickly, before we get into grilling Joe, why he hasn't watched Goodfellas yet, we want to talk about some news that was released today about... Was it released today? I think today, it was released, this morning. I yeah. read about it this morning. I read Taking about a poop. this morning. I heard rumors about it a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but they like officially announced this morning yeah. that Laura Dern... And Sam Neill and, of course, the perfect Goldblum are coming back for the Jurassic World 3. You see, like, I'm excited of the idea of those characters yeah. coming back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, this new franchise is... Sucks so I mean, much. it's just kind of like... I, I, it's all dinosaur fights. Joan brought that point up to me earlier. Yeah, that's um, all it is. That's all the. That's all these movies are interested in. Even the, um, like, the idea... The way this... The spoilers, the way the second... The Fallen Kingdom one ended was whoa, like dinosaurs, whoa, whoa. dinosaurs among us, you know, and this little short that they released, Battle at Big Rock. Have I you watched did. It? I haven't watched it. I yeah, I haven't watched it either. I, so did you watch it? I did. I did watch it. I and heard a lot of people said it was a lot better than the new Lost World or the new uh, Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yes, because it's shorter. It's mm. eight minutes. It, it took eight minutes of my time. Um, and it was free, but, uh, the, it's still just focused on let's watch dinosaurs fight, which is fine. That's I totally mean, that's fine. All but that's not, see, but that's not Nobody the priority. Science I know, but that's it. not the priority of the Jurassic Park. Um, Isn't it the, the, it's not the priority of the Jurassic Park movies. It's, it's more I like mean... people trying to exist in. In a wildlife situation with animals, they're trying to that play have God. not existed for sixty-five million years. Yeah, but anyway, so that's what this is, and it's stupid because you end up having like a mom and a dad fighting off an allosaurus with like a pointy stick and a fire extinguisher. It's like no, I don't believe it for a second. You know, it's, it's just I don't believe these. Mm-mm, mm-mm, no, the science they get doesn't eaten check in out. A second. The science doesn't check out. That's exactly what Joe sounds like too. It Great is. impression, Johnny. I've been listening mm. to the podcast. So. Oh, well, that that makes one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Johnny, you're our listener. I know. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it. I, I like all of those actors, and I mean, I but like are they going to characters? Are they going to be in it for more than thirty seconds, like Oblum was in the second one? Well, that's the thing. And yeah, and he was like ninety percent of the trailer because everyone's like, "Oh, let's get everyone hype." For Jeff Goldblum yeah. in this new movie. Well, it was also just riding the wave of hype that had the first one, the first Jurassic World, yeah. which people, I mean, it made a shit ton of money. Ugh, and I haven't revisited, I know you revisited and you hate it, um, Joe, uh, but I haven't seen it since 
the theaters. I haven't seen it since the theaters uh, either. But again, like, just I like Chris Pratt and the idea of the four of them because it has Chris Pratt. In it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and Bryce it's Dallas got Chris Howard. Pratt, yeah, yeah. I, like the idea of all those actors. I'm like, oh, that, that seems cool and interesting. I'm really excited for Laura Dern to be back, though. I just hope she does something substantive. You know? I mean, yeah. I feel like her character out of those, it's kind of like. It's, like, cool, because, like, Laura Dunn's, she's done, I feel like, because she's done other stuff. Yeah. That, like, and, you know, her original role. Yeah. It, but, like, you're right, she doesn't really do anything. I mean, I, mean, I feel like she does more than Bryce Dallas Howard's character does. I mean, possibly. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not saying much, right? Because she doesn't do much either. No, the only thing that she really does is let her assistant get eaten by a velociraptor, or not a velociraptor, a pterodactyl. Well, technically, well, the pterodactyl drops her, her into up, the Mosasaur yeah. pool, and then she sets off. Uh, she lets loose the T Rex in the first one, which yeah. is again, it's it's showing you that the there's that bit where like the autistic kids like let them fight, you know, yeah. and then it's and then it's a it's a three way dinosaur fight between the Tyrannosaur, the Indominus Rex, and the Mosasaur, and, and oh, and the Raptors. It's a four way fight. It's like animals well, don't it, do that. Predators does... don't do that. They they cannot afford to be injured. So usually they strike out at the sick, the injured, or the young. And as soon as it looks like there's any chance of fighting back, they back off. You know? Are you telling it's me that you this can't drop movie your, your... <laughs> about dinosaurs coming back to life is not scientifically... A movie that otherwise takes great pains at trying to pretend it's good hmm. information about dinosaurs. Like, the okay. thing is, is the original Jurassic Park was the very best research best information based on research from the 80s <laughs> and jurassic world is based on the very worst research on dinosaurs from the 70s like they have I mean, it's 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 just it's just frustrating joe's head is exploding right now he's so, so he's foaming at the mouth it's, you could do so many cool this things with jurassic park show with <laughs> you could do with joe the science guy it's just joe, you could do so <laughs> many cool things with jurassic park and they refuse. They refuse. They even say the, the cool things are dinosaurs fighting, and that's what they're doing. That's no, what no, people want to see. Just Joe. call it Dino Fight. Like it doesn't have to be Jurassic I Park. I don't know. Sullying its reputation. Jurassic Park. Lord Joe's turn. upset about it. I will say. So the end of Battle at Big Rock. There's cut in between the credits mm -hmm. there's flashes of the dinosaurs living in the modern world mm -hmm. and there's like it's like Lion a little girl getting stuff. harassed by poly uh by um the compies and uh the the little pro pro comp uh the, pro the little dinosaurs yeah, yeah, from the lost world ones. yeah yeah um this fucking guy uh and uh and then like a, a, a white shark that like snatches a seal out of the like breaches to snatch a seal out of the water and then mm -hmm. a mosasaur like after it mm -hmm. and you know eats the shark and like that's cool so it's like there's all these really cool things mm -hmm. that are tiny little snippets and it's like why don't you do that mm. you know because they got to set up the sequel i also want to bet everybody a dollar not everybody, like in the world, because I don't have many dollars. Just the but us here. Just you. you I'm betting. I'm gonna bet you a dollar. Sam Neil gets eaten. Anyway, I just and it, it, I mean, ugh, this franchise. I'm so tired. I'm actually getting a little of like the the fatigue of you know they keep making movies that are not great and they and then they keep making them you know like like Terminator. I'm hoping this new one's good. Yeah. But but it's just like you've already made a bunch that weren't good. Maybe stop. Just stop it. Stop it. <laughs> make the pain stop. Dead. They make money. So. Show, show show me on the on the movie where the mean studio hurt you. <laughs> I mean, eh, eh. That's how I feel about most things in life. 
and franchises that uh, I'm no longer interested. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I kind of forgot that there was a new Terminator movie, and I will probably forget as soon as that movie comes out. You will remember, though, because, spoiler alert, you guys, for you listener, um, we're going to be doing a secret shame on Terminator. Oh, yeah, because you have One and two. Oh, because it's secret Amy's shame. secret shame. That'll be my shame. secret shame for... Shame. <laughs> before the end of the shame, year. Shame, shame, we know your name. <laughs> but, you know, speaking of actually good movies, we're here to talk about Goodfellas. And shame. Shame and, and shame. We're going to shame Joe. Yeah, shame. Joe. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, so... So we talked about this in what episode was that? that we, it's like uh, at least three or four episodes. Three ago? or four episodes ago, we talked about the oh Irishman, the Irishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we talked about the Irishman trailer, and mm. Johnny and I went on like a huge rant about how much we love Scorsese. Yep. Yeah. And, and that I went gave on us my the, own rant. Yeah, and that gave us the idea. For us to make Joe watch Goodfellas, finally. Well, because you hadn't seen it, and you were spouting out your ideas about. Scorsese as a filmmaker, which is all fine, but the fact that you haven't seen his, like, re- you know, universally regarded best works. Yeah. Like, literally, this is regarded as his magnum opus, his best film. I mean, it is. Um, um, I, I, To be fair, I was largely attacking Departed, which is another film that most people really love. I mean, yeah, but And it's he not... won an Academy Award for. I mean, but he But I think did. that was, like, a... a... Consolation. Yeah. Like yeah. award yeah. the same way leo won for revenant but. yeah i think he i still think they gave it to him because he survived making that movie <laughs> <laughs> but that's we're not talking about leonardo DiCaprio as much as i would love to yeah we're talking about but one of his co good fellas yeah mm-hmm. so tell us why joe you never watched this okay firstly as a, as a lover of yes. film and filmmaking yes as a lover of film and filmmaking uh, that does not mean that I uh, am immune to simply not really loving mafia mobster films. Mm-hmm. I just oh yeah, you don't like gangster I films. Don't yeah. love gangster films. Yeah, um, that's right. You've only seen the first Godfather movie, right? I've seen the first Godfather. There's there's and sections he didn't of it. Care for it. I, I I did not care for it enough to yeah, not see the second, second one. one I didn't so mind the third amazing. one though. Third one's pretty Shut good. up. <laughs> you make the joke every single time. You know what? It still makes Johnny angry though. That's why I do it. Yeah, <laughs> his head's exploding right now. Upset. Um, so uh, no, it's like there's there's sections of the original Godfather that I enjoy. There's that whole bit in the hospital where they're mm-hmm. moving the beds and everything. Yeah. Like that's that's a cool tense scene. But ultimately, I don't care about movies with bad character, bad guys doing bad things. I just I just I just I never have. And in the case of like mobster movies, a lot of times we're focusing on them as like as people with their families and they're this kind of guy, you and know. Hey, and, and, forget about it. Yeah, and a lot of that. <laughs> and and it's like and there's actually oftentimes fairly little emphasis placed on like the crime, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is I think more interesting than just f- Italian families. Races? <laughs> wow, hot take. Uh, um, but you know what I mean. Like I just, I just, yeah. I, and I had the same problem get, with the Sopranos. You know, yeah. it's like I wanted to see. Like I don't care about them as a family. If I'm gonna watch a like a crime show, I want to see some crime. I mean, I guess I don't know all the mobster stuff that I I've seen, which I I like that genre yeah. of films yeah. and stuff. But it's yeah. not like my favorite, uh, but I still mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. Um, well, but I mean, they're always there's always but like. It's always about the crimes. There's always at least, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's both. It's right. It's the family aspect of it and then mm-hmm. the, the crime aspect. Yeah. I find them equal measures that they pop up in equal measures. Yeah. But 
I can see why you, you know maybe someone doesn't see that way. Yeah. Or maybe maybe you just tune it out because you're bored of the family stuff. Right. I, I think that's true, and I, I think there's also like conventions of the genre that just don't speak to me. The yeah. same way that I often don't care about war films. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times those movies are just like it begins and then things happen and then it ends. I mean, Which all is also films why, do that, but yeah. Well, yeah, but Joe I mean, hasn't but seen Apocalypse Now either. That's true. I've not yeah. seen it yet, mm. but that's because I have read Heart of Darkness. So like uh So he's I'm better not than gonna us. Rush right. out. Of course. Well I didn't like it. I hated it. I don't I don't understand. Well, it's also what, written in nineteen thirty six or something. By somebody whose uh English was a second language. But that's not the thing. I, I like old books. I've I've read a lot of old books. We it's know. Just, it's just boring and poorly written. Yes, but we're not talking about. That. I know, but anyway. But the thing is, is like I don't really care for war films yeah. because there's there's not there's not a, well, yeah, there's, a, a traditional story. There it's is, just a string of events. Yeah, I mean, well, and, there's genres that some people resonate with, some yeah, people don't. Yeah. You know, like, but but that's not talking about like the conventions of the genre. Yeah, there are yeah. things that all that I feel like most mobster films have. Granted, mm-hmm. I, I can only speak to the ones I've seen. Yes, which but, ones have you seen? Um, of I, like the famous mobster movies, like you've so, seen the God- same scene, Godfather, Godfather, um, Untouchables. I see. No, I love Untouchables. Untouchables is great. So but that's because it's not a mobster film. Right now. No, no, no. It's not a mobster film. It's a law enforcement film. We're following treasury agents trying to take down the mafia. That I'm fine with because I have I get to root for the treasury agents. He gets to root for the government. Yeah, which is the one thing that Joe Woo! loves to do. G men lives matter. Yeah. Mm, mm. <laughs> and you obviously right. haven't seen Casino or Mean Correct. Streets. Correct. Um, no, or Godfather Two. Right. I mean, I'm counting uh, Sopranos as is not a mobster movie, but as a, a yeah in the a mobster genre notable uh, entry in the mobster genre. Yeah, um, I mean, I haven't seen the Sopranos. So I haven't either. Uh, I mean, I watched, I gave it uh, like five episodes, and and I and I I worked on subtitles for it at one point, so I've seen mm-hmm. some of it, and it's mm-hmm. just not for me. And there's like. I mean, there's like stuff that's like, oh, I want to see this happen. This yeah. is like, and it starts to do that, and then it's like, nope. Mm. It's like, what about that Ryan Gosling movie? Ryan Gosling, uh, like Gangster a... Squad. Yes. See, once again, it's that's about movie. law enforcement going after the mob. I don't like that movie. It's a fun movie. It's basically the Untouchables just updated and not quite as good, but it's still enjoyable. Um, and everybody in it's really great. A lot of people mm. say Heat is kind of ah Heat. Yeah, it's it's not really mafia, but it is a crime yeah. mobster movie that does focus on their families. I don't care for Heat. Mm-hmm. I, I I actually really enjoyed Heat, but I like the dynamic of Pacino and De Niro yeah. together. Well, see, what's funny for me is like once again, there's like all this focus on them as like people with their families, and I don't mm-hmm. really care about their families. But on top of that, the police officers aren't terribly likable either. Yeah, and so I found there was nobody for me to root for. A lot of people, and because I say that mostly because it's in this uh, book that I have here. It's one of my favorite books of all time. Not really. It's it's a Martin Scorsese book called Gangster Priest, and it talks about all of his gangster movies. And Raging Bull is in here. As a it does, movie. it does have a picture of young. I want to I want to point this out because Amy showed me this book today. Yes. It has a picture of young Marty on yes. the cover. This is Marty, and he yes. looks like Jason Schwartzman. And. David Crumholtz, like yeah, yeah, crazy. I, I mean, like, yeah. like not even like a brother. You know, like yeah. this is crazy how much he looks like, like that, uh, like David Crumholtz. It's just nuts. Mm. Um, but and then a little bit like Schwartzman, but really Crumholtz. Yeah, yeah, it's the nose and maybe the hair and just sort of face shape. I don't know. It's that's the, the whole that's face, the really. hair he has in Santa Claus. No, it's kind of it's kind of but curly. it's not as curly. It's, it's, it's curly. Yeah. yeah. But, but you were saying you were saying Raging Bull, which I've also Raging not seen. Bull, yeah. It, it's not like a pure gangster film, 
but and I haven't seen it in I want to say almost eight years. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does have some gangster movie elements to it, and it is cited in this. Like, there's an entire chapter in this book dedicated to Raging Bull. Mm. Yeah, but that's just like a study on uh, Scorsese. Is like a no, filmmaker, it's a study right? on all of his gangster films. Mm. Hmm. So they talk, they do Italian or any of his Italian American films. No, well, that makes sense. Does, but does, does this move? Does this book like try to? rationalize it, like no, does it, it say like i know it's not a mobster film but this is why it's in here like does it is that what it's or is it saying or is it is it is raging bull really very much so like no no this is a mobster movie pretty pretty clearly pretty straight up and then it's, um i don't know it has been again eight years since i've read any of this book i've mm-hmm. been starting to reread the goodfellas chapter for mm-hmm. this episode yeah um but from what i remember it it really just breaks down the entire the entire chapter on each film is breaking down scene by scene mm-hmm. and talking about the different like symbolisms and things within the film mm-hmm. um i can pull up raging bull really quick i mean i was just curious if like the book is like you know i know it's not immediately a movie you think about as a mobster film but hear me out yeah it, and it could be the fact that i haven't watched it in so long that i forget everything that it's really mm-hmm. like because more famously a boxing film like when people yeah. talk about boxing films they're like rocky raging bull yes the fighter no cinderella man no um but yeah so but, so, so you don't like you don't basically you don't like protagonists that aren't good uh, you have a, you have a hard time rooting against a rooting for or at least from my understanding is you don't like movies where you don't have a where there isn't a character you can root for right i like it that was actually a problem that i had for quite a long time with quentin tarantino films Interesting. Like uh, yeah, uh, Reservoir Dogs, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and that's actually why really the first of his films that I really genuinely liked was, was Django. Django mm. Because you, you root for Django, of course. I mean, yeah. And you root for um, uh, Christoph Waltz mm-hmm. as well. and Because there, there are people in that movie that are unequivocally good and unequivocally evil. Yeah. And, but I mean, uh, and yeah. so that's, I just, yeah. maybe I just like characters with a little bit more nuance, Joe. Yeah. Right? Come the on, line Joe. between good and evil isn't as clear, all right? It's not everything black and white. That's not true. The whole world is black and white, and we're either on one side or you're on the other. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, works. Joe. I don't know. So well, what have you heard, or what's your experience with Goodfellas not having seen it all these and years? And besides so, the fact that Sarah keeps telling you you need to watch it. Well, she's really? only No, she's more just like, Marty, because Sarah went to NYU, and so <laughs> so Sarah mm. and Marty are like this, you the know. And I, I even said, I even said, like, guess what, Sarah? We're gonna watch your boyfriend's movie, and she's like, No, he's more like an uncle. He's like my <laughs> uncle Mo. He's just crazy. <laughs> um, but but just in general, like she just yeah. like any Scorsese film, she's like, yeah. you should watch. Yeah, um, and she's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know, um, but uh, but when I told her yeah we we're watching this, she was uh, like, oh good. Uh, um, okay, but I mean you, I mean oh, obviously right. you had a so, so, experience with it in the past, like yeah. you had known about it. So this is I don't know how movie. fair this is. Okay, um, but the thing that I re- I know most about Goodfellas is it's the movie that is confused with Casino a lot. I oh, think it's because yeah, it's got okay. a largely similar cast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got Pesci and De Niro. Yeah, and so I think a lot of people... No, there's a lot of the, like, background mafia yeah, yeah, characters in this that are yeah. the same guys. Right. And they're also in some a lot of Sopranos episodes. Right. Yeah. So so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am aware of the uh, quite famous tracking shot mm-hmm. uh, walking mm-hmm. through the club. So uh, that, yeah, that um, also reminds me, are any, there any scenes in this that you studied while in school? Yeah, yeah. That was one of them when mm-hmm. they were like, 
class, this is a tracking shot. You know, and then they show that. Yeah. Um, and they show, like, the one from Touch of Evil and mm-hmm. some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so there's that. So I was, conf- I think, is it Casino where Joe Pesci kills the guy with a pen? Yes. Because I feel like I've seen clips of Joe Pesci in two different movies going, like, ape shit on somebody. And it starts out funny, and then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't, and so that's... Like my confusion is like I like there's yeah. bits that I am not sure are from which film. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also uh, the um, I know that there's a scene in Goodfellas where there's the uh, the classic push pull like in a restaurant or a diner or something like that, and everybody's like, "This is the push pull that Scorsese does, and other people use sometimes." You know where you dolly in and zoom out and so it creates this weird sort of shift shift in in perception and sort of everything sort of elongates Mm -hmm. so that's i know in this movie and sort Mm -hmm. of a a famous example of that technique Mm -hmm. um what else do i know it is casino that's casino Mm -hmm. um and then what else do i know i know i know this has got ray liotta Mm -hmm. uh i know i think that's it and did you? And you, the only reason why you just haven't watched this because mob films in particular don't interest you. Yeah, gangster just, films just, are just not a genre. Which is probably that why yeah. he hasn't watched the majority of Scorsese's early work is because the majority of Scorsese's early work was is, based yeah, around his his childhood and gangster film, like mm-hmm. gangster, like living in that society. Yeah. And and not even I don't even want to say antiheroes, but like full on like psychopaths. I mean, taxi drivers yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which Taxi Driver is my favorite Scorsese film. Like, hands down. Mm. I love Taxi Driver mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... Right. So, that's, yeah. So, that's, you just basically have an aversion to gangster films. Yeah. And not, not really like them. Scorsese. And then, yeah. well, well and, then, and the thing is, is that then, in the case of the Scorsese films that I have seen, yeah, you and just, everybody's pointed out that they're not the good ones, yeah. I think... Well, they're not you, the ones people... When you think of Martin Scorsese as, like, this auteur, right, director, yeah. right. they're not the ones that come to mind. But when Although, seen I like, like The Departed. So, when you've yeah. seen, like, a handful of movies by one director, you're like, nope, these don't work for me. Then you're yeah. like, you know what? I think we're going to avoid the rest of their work. But, I mean, you can't <laughs> avoid on. their best. Like, well, the, that's the one thing where I'm just like, that's where... I'm like, I get that reasoning right but you cannot like be like well i don't think this filmmaker's for me if you don't watch what's like critically and universally hailed as their best work and 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 some of the best films of all time i mean yeah well but that's the but that's the thing right is that there are people who are saying yes i like martin scorsese i like these films Mm -hmm. and the ones that i have seen so it's like oh well if you like scorsese and these and you like these then this must be how all of his films are in which case i'm not interested see to be quite honest i've liked every single scorsese film that i have seen except for age of innocence i'm not too partial to hugo but oh i've seen hugo too but i can take it Mm -hmm. i will take it over age of innocence any day Mm -hmm. i really do not like age of innocence i think it is one of Daniel Day-Lewis's worst performances, even though he is still really great in that role. Have you seen the other ones that I've seen? Uh, Bringing Out the Dead. I've not seen Bringing Out the Dead, but I want to see it because of Nick Cage. Shutter Island. I have seen Shutter Island. I really enjoyed Shutter Island. Aviator. I've Yes, of oh, course. Because Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. You've seen Departed. And Wolf of Wall Street. I love Wolf of Wall Street. I haven't Street. seen that one. I Wolf like of Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. fantastic. I will bring it in for you tomorrow. I think not it's, watching it. I think it's okay. It's really long. It's a little too it long. It's long, yeah. It's a little I too think long. Sarah might own it. Because she um, was even trying to... Because speaking of sort of a, uh, a, a confluence of both Jurassic World and Martin Scorsese, uh, that the bit in Fallen Kingdom where Chris Pratt is like 
knocked out and he wakes up and there's like a lava like rolling towards him nobody yes. saw and he, fallen kingdom and and he like tries to get yes, up that is that is basically in quotes with the like little tilde like this is kind of like a homage to a scene in wolf of yeah. wall street and so sarah yeah. was like laughing during that scene and she's like oh it's like that bit wolf of wall street and i was like oh. yeah, it's <laughs> and then she showed me that bit and i was like yeah. I hate it. Well, because then, then, I mean, uh, so not only is he sort of like a despicable like businessman, right? Mm-hmm. But on top of that, like all the drug use, eventually I get tired of watching that too. You just don't know how to party, man. I like cocaine out of a hooker's butt. You do the not. next guy. You lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's... that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty that's, much it. I mean, yeah, I understand your reasoning, but still, the fact that you're just like, eh. Yeah. And like, you know, because like Amy said, not only is it his best work but mm. it's hailed as one of the best movies of yeah. yeah i think in like the two, 20th century 2005 they rated like some list rated this like number one of yeah. the 20th century or something yeah. right i mean it's you know it's on a lot of lists yeah yeah um and a friend of ours at work here elliot uh, i was talking to him about it because mm-hmm. he's he's just as upset as apparently everybody else everybody literally and, everybody we've talked to when we tell you when when we mention this they're like <laughs> oh my yeah, yeah. Blum has said to me multiple times, Joe needs to watch yeah. Goodfellas and Apocalypse Now. Yeah. We yeah. work at a like you know at a film place. He says he doubt, Blum doubts your taste in movies. <laughs> I, bl- I doubt and, Blum. And it just becomes in general. it's just it's just suspicious is all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, and but the thing is like Elliot said because I was telling him about my yeah. problems and he said um, he said that's like judging Spielberg on War of the Worlds and Minority Report and like all of his <laughs> yeah, later films. Yeah, that's and, true. I was, yeah. and I was like, okay, that's that's the first good that's argument first that good I've argument. heard. Because cause quite honestly, I like Spielberg, his his career breaks neatly in half. Yeah. The movies that I like and the movies I don't. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Scorsese should be the same way. Okay, so do we want to watch Let's this watch movie? This, this, the movie. longest one that we've ever watched for this podcast. Yeah, two and a half hours. Oh, maybe, perhaps. I two think hours it is. and 26 right. minutes. I'm, wait, I'm done shaming you. Wait let's, until let's you watch, watch the Richard Donner Superman. That's going to be even longer. Or we talk about The Irishman. It's three hours and 30 minutes, exactly. It's a movie or TV series? Movie. It's Fuck. a Netflix movie. Why is it that long? And it's coming into theaters. Who, who thinks that their movie should be that long? Martin Scorsese. Um, Man, fuck that guy. What? What? The, the Russo brothers. Yeah, but that was reasonable. There was a lot for that movie to I cover. I mean, there was, but you're saying who, who thinks that their movie should be that long? The <laughs> no, Russo but their movie do. was still like what? And it's 40? great. And it's great. It was not three something. Okay, come on. Yeah, it was. Let's it was watch. like three o two. Let's no, watch this movie. It was like two forty nine. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring this up. You guys, let's watch the movie. I want Joe's thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> Before we watch the movie, a quick word from our sponsors. And now, our feature presentation. Okay, Joe. All right, Joe. I know that look on your face, Give it to me straight. I know that look on your face. Let's see it. What complaints do you have today? <laughs> What's your... Come on, just pull out your... Long whoa, whoa, whoa. Of complaints. Jesus, Amy. Keep Jesus. it in pants. <laughs> um, okay. I 100% stand behind my earlier statements about the films that I'd already seen. This film I quite liked. Ah, <laughs> see what I did there? You see how? See that? <laughs> Switcheroo, you old devil. <laughs> uh, 
Um, you did this to us with Labyrinth, too, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I think I did. Yes. You guys haven't learned. Yes. Um, no, no, so I quite liked it. Now, I will say that it was not, um, I, I wouldn't say that it was, like, life-changing. It's not a movie that I saw and was like, this is going to be a touchstone for all future discussions about movies or mm. f- future ideas I have or things that I yeah. do in my mm-hmm. own work. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did enjoy it. Yeah, I think that the reason it's such a touchstone for Johnny and I is because it was like our first introduction to this world of mm-hmm. filmmaking. Like auto And filmmaking. yeah, auto theory, like myself, like yeah. it's basically what I base my entire career off of. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, because I mean, I watched it as a teenager and I think Amy did too. Mm-hmm. Or no, you did I was college. like 20. Um, yeah. Right. I was like yeah. just barely. Yeah, I was yeah. like my freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, at that point in time, you like, you know, especially when you're coming off of movies that are just dumb entertainment and yeah. then you mm-hmm. come into it as mm-hmm. a form of like art or whatever. Right. Um, well, I, I think we all remember the movies where it's, where you're watching and you're like, I'm in, this is a movie that I remember enjoying, yeah. but also understanding that it was very, very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like it it yeah. touched something in your brain mm-hmm. where this is like, oh, this is not just entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, especially for me, good. like coming so, off of like only watching Disney movies for the majority of my life. This like, is definitely not a Disney having, movie. Like having something like Wait, this. Who released this movie? Warner Brothers. Nope, still not a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> like having having a movie like this, I'm just like, oh, so this is what movies are supposed to be. Yeah. Or can, can be. be. Not can supposed be. Yeah. to be. Because movies can be a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like, like a lot of dumb movies. I know they're bad, but I still like them. Yeah. I, mean, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, yeah. movies but don't have like, to be one specific thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is what I'm going to school <clears throat> for. This yeah, is Yeah, well, like, I mean, it's just something where you're just like, I want to le- learn how to do this. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. When, well, I mean, like, that? I was already going to school for film yeah. at that point. Yeah. But it's like, oh, so this is why I love this stuff so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, Joe, yes. does this this movie? I mean, it has a lot of the stuff that you don't like. Correct. And uh, did that it's got drug change? use? It's got it's got <laughs> consumption of alcohol. It's and got the bad family guys. business, family stuff. Mm-hmm. But it does also focus on the crimes, and the crimes yeah. are horrific. Yeah. I actually have an excerpt from Gangster Priest here that I would like to read out. All right. Um, concerning the crimes. This is the first evidence I've ever had that Amy can read. Uh, got him. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here for 20 minutes trying to read this <laughs> she sentence. She sounds it out. Okay, go for it. Um, so, it enables one to participate vicariously in the intoxication of the gangster life. The music often comments ironically on the action. Oh, wait. I think I pulled, pulled for the wrong page. <laughs> I knew exactly where I was supposed uh, to start. It's like, wait, I know. I got the card mixed up. Okay. <laughs> I, wanna, I wanted to believe that the book had written, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what the author puts here. Yeah. By the way, they are not American because they, u- they use you. Oh, you are? Yeah. Like the favorite mm-hmm. color. Yeah. So, okay. There is less excitement in the heist themselves than in their planning as the gangsters grow drunk in their greed. Emphasis falls not on the left... Luftenhaus, I can never say that word correctly. The heist that they do at the end, like the climactic Luf, heist. Luftwaffe, right? Or no. Lufthansa. Lufthansa. yeah. Heist, but yeah. on its aftermath, a series of corpses. Nor does Scorsese opt for the conventionally moral, moralistic ending of many gangster films. See, I cannot read. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So for not only does Henry Hill, the rat, survive, he also does so unrepentantly, regretting his loss of the gangster life. So it doesn't really focus on the crimes. Like, you show the beginning mm-hmm. and the end of the crime, mm-hmm. and you don't see the middle. Yeah. I mean, 
It depends on the. I mean, yeah, there's the, some, the robberies. We, we see some that way, and some yeah. that were just. I mean, the murders though are yeah. this. They're like yeah. in yeah. your face. Yeah, yeah. You know which those aren't necessarily the crimes. The crimes that Whoa, those aren't Amy the crimes. Doesn't think murder is those a crime. aren't the crimes that no. like they plan. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like, just the thing, but I mean, it's still those are things that just happen. Yeah, that yeah. just happen because of the ethos of of the gangster lifestyle which is like we take what we want we do what we want yeah. and, and specifically tells it's Tommy yeah Tommy it's, it's, he's it's fucking him crazy. unspooling throughout the course of the film he's he he starts out unchained and then gets worse yeah I oh know he's mm-hmm. I remember watching it as, as a as a teenager and being like terrified like yeah. this guy is scary yeah, yeah. like yeah. Joe Pesci is the fucking shit yeah cause, cause when I'm watching that as a 16 year old I was like this, this is Marv guy. from Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this guy is like you could you he plays him so well. Like, Harry, he's a, Harry, yeah, Harry, he's from Home Alone. a psychopath. Like yeah, pure mm-hmm. psychopath. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of like your first real inkling of that is the funny house scene, which yeah, is yeah. probably yeah. my second favorite. Had scene you seen in that all scene? Of cinema? Had you known about it? Because that's a very famous scene. Yeah. I, you know what? I had seen I had seen that scene, but I think I got it confused with the pen scene in Casino because I feel mm. like he's also like stabbing the guy yeah. with the pen yeah. demanding to know if he's funny or a joke or something mm. like that. Mm. And so I think yeah. I got those two scenes confused, but I had yeah. seen that bit. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which fun fact, this is one of my fun facts that I have. I have multiple. We won't go through all of them. Um, that was actually something that happened to Joe Pesci when he worked at a restaurant mm. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that to a gangster, and that whole thing kind of transpired. So he told Scorsese that, and Scorsese didn't write it into the script. Yeah. But on the day of shooting, told Pesci to just go for it. So you get Ray Liotta's actual reaction yeah. to that scene, yeah, that which I think discomfort. is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it is really good. And like and I said, it's one of my, it's like mm-hmm. my second favorite film scene in, of all time, like dialogue wise. Yeah. Like, after like dialogue wise after the um uss indianapolis scene in jaws mm. but my first favorite scene is another scene in this film that we will get to later mm. yeah. um but you know like joe, joe pesci is and i I'm, I'm trying to think back on it now and I, I think pretty much only murders we see happen are committed by him mm-hmm. yeah uh, certainly the majority of them um, well him them. and um jimmy well we we don't do we but we, we don't see him jimmy actually kill people. kill people yeah we see the him. aftermath like the bodies that he does yeah. order you know people well yeah no but um with um what's his name the guy i had i had it written down I mean, bats helps kill the guy in the trunk yeah See, and there's there's but another. But I mean, yeah, when he just shoots him. Yeah. So I guess you're right. He just, but that's yeah. the only. That's the only time. There's another. There's him. another excerpt in here where it's like, there's, it's you never see Henry kill anybody. He's right. always on yeah. the outside right. of it. Yeah. yeah. And well, because he doesn't really kill people, right? And that's why. That's not well, the they kind also of... they the book also talks about how he like, the scene when he's younger and he's working in the pizza place mm-hmm. and he helps that guy even mm-hmm. though his boss is like don't bring him in here you we wasted don't. seven aprons yeah. yeah yeah he's like he and then his then he says like we gotta toughen this kid up mm-hmm. and you hear in the voiceover him saying like him kind of being like oh well he was probably right like yeah well he does say like murder is no getting shot was no big deal it was yeah. like an everyday right. occurrence right. thing so I mean he's not like he himself is not like a killer mm-mm but he's definitely not. It's not something that like shocks him. I mean, yeah. I think the like towards the end where it starts like where Pesci starts going crazy. When he kills Spider, I think um, that's like another big shock. For yeah, him. Well, when he shoots him in the foot first, yeah. like he he like that's already they're like what the fuck, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then and then he blows him and away later. Just like yeah, and you're just like whoa, yeah, whoa. 
I, I do love the response. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like maybe he throwing some food at somebody. Yeah, you no, know? just like being like a toddler or something. Like, yeah. What's the matter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so 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 I have this note here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, where did I write? So it says here uh, I wrote. I don't usually like mafia movies because I don't like criminals, and, but these guys are okay. This is probably written around the middle of the film. Uh, and I said, I think that's because you don't really see them being terrible to others when they're being terrible to someone they have it coming. They're being terrible yeah. to like another criminal, mm-hmm. somebody who needs to be taught a lesson or something like that. Mm-hmm. That I'm okay with, mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. I'm, all, I'm all right with criminal and criminal violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, and I think the, 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 the fact that we're with Harry, he's our Henry. Uh, Henry uh, that he's our main dude, and he's still a criminal, but more of a robber. You yeah, know? Well, yeah, yeah. He's like a petty crime, like not petty, but Cause like cause they, cause because that's what he, was, he was brought up on doing more petty crimes because he could never be initiated right. into the mafia because he's half Irish. Right, and so I, so I, I feel like that's part of the reason why I was cool with this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's also like an interesting character. I guess. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. just think the character of Henry Hill is very interesting because at the end, like he, he gets kind of a fate worse than death. Yeah. Which yeah. is he has to live as a normal guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's the one thing throughout the entire movie that he's like, He's well, been running do. from yeah, it the whole like, time. He's like, everyone else is suckers. Yeah. yeah. Like, this the, life mm-hmm. is the shit. Yeah. And he gets it taken away from him. Yeah. yeah the and book then, yeah. does bring up the fact that him and Karen, like the reason that they are so like enamored with and easily pulled into this life, it's because they come from such normal lives. Like mm-hmm. especially Karen, because she's like an upper middle class yeah. Jewish girl and she's never like had this kind of life before. So when Henry gives her that gun, right. which is another like the slow motion scenes that's when he when he gives her the gun. Yeah, to when he hide. gives her the gun yeah, and she hide. like after the he slow beats motion. After he beats yeah. that, that guy across the street. Yeah. He totally had it coming by the way. Yeah. Like Scorsese used this is like one thing that I've always like remembered and taken away from this class is yeah. the way Scorsese uses slow motion and I always like look for it mm-hmm. is it's always at a pivotal turning point in a character's life. Mm-hmm. And in this point it's when Henry's coming towards Karen and mm-hmm. he's handing her the gun and it's kind of like this turning point, you get it with her voiceover as well. Yeah. Yeah. Where she's like, Oh, this is what my boyfriend does. Mm-hmm. And I find it so damn sexy, which is like most people would not find it like that alluring. Sarah loves it when I beat people up with my gun. Of course she does. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't even have a gun. <laughs> um, I will say that scene, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of reminded me, because I think, you know, one of the things about watching this movie, maybe it wasn't necessarily life-changing for me, mm-hmm. but what I can see in this movie is all of the other things that it inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's hugely influential. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, that reminded me of, I don't remember, I don't know if you guys, either one of you have seen the the first Samuel L. Jackson Shaft film. Nope, I've not uh, seen it. a single I, Shaft film. It's not... I, mean, I it's remember fine. it coming it's out, Shaft, but yeah. Samuel L. Jackson's in this. Yes, I know. I wrote I wrote that. I said it's a baby, but probably like 40-year-old Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, but anyways, continue with Yeah, that. I did notice that. I, I wrote, hey, Sam Jackson. I did watch the credits all the way to the end to see if that he'd appear and ask about putting a team together. 
He didn't show up. <laughs> Did not. Anyway, um, he didn't have his eye patch. But there's but there's a scene where um, see that's why because the bullet actually took out his eye mm. and he survived that shot. Mm. That's why. Yeah, that's what all the blood on the sheets were. <laughs> hey man, you bleed from the head a lot. Anyway, but there's a scene in Shaft where there's like a like a lady whose son like he wants he wants information from this lady, mm-hmm. and and she mentions that her son is like getting uh, trying to get being recruited by these gangsters or something uh in the in the in the neighborhood yeah. and so uh and he and he in, in in order to get her help he says okay which is which are the guys and she goes those guys there and she points across the street and he just and he marches off across the street and and he turns one of the guys around and flat out just cracks him across the face with his gun and he's and he says something like What's my name? He's like, what? And he smacks him again. He goes, what's my name? What? Smacks him again. He goes, my name is John Shaft. What? You know, what's my name? He's like, John Shaft. And he goes, and he, and, he, and it's like one of those things where, where it's, it's, he wants him to know exactly who's doing this to him. Yeah. And he says, now you see this kid, you're never going to touch him again. And if you touch yeah. him again, I'm going to, and it's this great scene. And then, and then like the, the guys that are with him are like, shit, you know, yeah. it's, it's such a good bit. And that's what this, that's what that yeah. scene reminded me yeah. of. And also, that's also, I feel like a kind of a little bit of a combination of the scene where they kidnap the mailman and take him and threaten oh, him yeah. with putting his head mm-hmm. in the, yeah. um, the pizza oven. I yeah. felt bad for that mailman. Why not just like go rough up his parents a little? Like, yeah, you well, know? like the first time I watched this, like, that's I thought what that if they that were... guy's on vacation yeah. and then like mm-hmm. the next, like the replacement mailman <laughs> gives them their mail. You didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah. The first time I watched this, I did think that they were like looking for his dad yeah. and they were going to like. I thought so too. And I was like, his dad's a postman? Yeah. yeah. Um I was like I thought it was a bit of a factory or something. And then yeah. it's like so that felt the long way around mm-hmm. for to, to really like threaten somebody. I did wanna question you, Joe, on if you as an editor and a filmmaker yourself, if yes. you noticed the structure of this film. I did. Um I, I you Like know, the parallels, the mirroring of the two of the the front end and the back end of the film. I you know, I didn't notice that as much, but what I liked about the the structure of it in ter- well something that surprised me mm-hmm. structurally about the film was we 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 meet harry or henry Henry. And and it's not Harry Potter. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we meet Henry, and he's. Uh, I feel. I feel like Henry Hill just doesn't sound like an Irish name. I guess it does. Well, he's I half guess it's, Irish. He's half, half Irish. Irish. It's just a weird name. Like it doesn't. It, uh, I mean, that's not a criticism. It's just like it doesn't feel like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. I mean that's his real name. You're right. Right. But anyway, so we're with him. We're hearing his voiceover, mm-hmm. and then when it switches up, and it's um, Karen's Karen's voiceover, mm-hmm. and I was like. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because yeah. I, I, I was like, Joe's going to have some thoughts about this. Yeah, I, I, no, I thought it was cool, because it was surprising. Usually yeah. you don't yeah. get you a don't, movie yeah, from two points of yeah, view. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, I was like, oh, I wonder if there's going to be an explanation more. for this. Yeah. And I wondered if there's going to be more, if mm-hmm. we're going to hear from more people. Mm-hmm. But I figured, like, at this point, they must be... T- they must be telling somebody their story, mm-hmm. you know? I didn't okay. know. I, I, to be honest, because it starts out with them, they're sort of their courtship, yeah. and it kind of reminded me of when Harry met Sally, mm-hmm. you know, where they're mm-hmm. talking about, the first time I met him, I couldn't stand him, you yeah. know? And uh, uh, so that that's actually what it reminded me of more than anything else is yeah. <laughs> when Harry met Sally. Interesting. When Harry met Karen. Henry met Karen. There you go. Yeah. Um, I did also notice that she's, I believe, the... Uh, therapist in The Sopranos. Yes, I believe she's Tony Soprano's therapist. I've not seen it. I just know that from IMDb. Right. She was also um, the two little girls, uh, or not the two little girls, but the youngest daughter that Henry and Karen have is actually her daughter with Harvey Keitel. Oh. 
interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as far as the structure goes, I mean, I noticed that there was kind of like epicycles within the film that it was, this film could have only, could have been like Goodfellas colon the rise and fall of Henry Hill, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like we see him on this upswing and then something happens and he's brought low and yeah. then you see him like build it up again and something happens and he's brought low and it happens like three times throughout mm-hmm. the course of the film, which I thought was interesting that, that, mm-hmm. that you could take the film and divide it up almost evenly in terms of where he is in his in his career and his success. Yeah. yeah. And each time it's something different. You know, first it's like 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 a heist and then after that it's, it's drugs, you know, and um I just thought that was I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and 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 I mean you sort of get the sense of like what a smart self starter he is. Yeah. You know, because he's always just like, well, okay, now I'm going to try something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get documentary vibes from it? Like a like a quasi, like, stage documentary type thing? A little, it's a little too formalistic for me to have felt it to be very documentary mm-hmm. style. There were scenes that felt it, but, there, but like, the freeze frames, when, and then he would oh, talk yeah. and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's, that's stuff that... that you know made me feel more like yeah it was a a film this is a a, yeah um but but like and i don't know if that uh if tommy's mom was scorsese's mom or that is correct and also the cook in the jail the one who like made the um gravy and stuff Uh that's his father ah so there are character there are people in the movie like that other actors and, and and people that felt their involvement in it felt almost documentary yeah because like they were the bad scene, actors but they like, felt just super real yeah the yeah. scene where she's making them food after they um and showed killed... them the painting yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that whole scene is improv um well, scorsese of... did not tell yeah a lot of it is improv but yeah. scorsese did not tell her that they had just killed a guy so like the deer hoof scene uh-huh. and uh, pesci asking the paw, for the knife the paw you know whatever is it called hoof yeah <laughs> so it's like she was just ma- he's like just cook just make them breakfast yeah and the way de niro rubs the ketchup bottle is oh, the way that. the actual like jimmy um duke i think is his last name yeah um actually poured his ketchup out I saw when he was doing that, my first thought was like, well, he's going to get too much ketchup out. That's going to be way too much ketchup. (laughs) But, like, I feel like, I think when I was reading my fun facts and the trivia and stuff on IMDb, De Niro was, like, so into getting into character for Jimmy. He would, like, talk to Henry Hill constantly. Uh, De Niro is... I thought they'd talk to the author of the book, not Henry Hill himself. Nope. It's, they talk, like, they talked to Pelleggi, but they also had access to Henry Hill, um... Ray Gilda was not allowed to speak to or see Henry Hill until after the film was complete. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, I know that De Niro is is uh, a very dedicated method actor, mm-hmm. like for um, Untouchables, where he mm-hmm. plays Al Capone. He demanded to like be flown to Italy, and he spent like three months there or something eating everything to gain a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and he read that uh capone wore silk underwear so then he demanded silk underwear you know things like that like he's he's very much so dedicated to that part of the craft Uh, so that makes sense i mean he's an amazing actor i love him so much Mm -hmm. but there was something else i was going to ask you but i forget uh i will say so there's 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 that bit when he's there's like the voiceover and it's like you know this is jimmy two times because he says everything, everything twice times, and like yeah. all that or, and then the, the papers get the papers yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a there's one character that they call frankie the wop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is only i only thought it was i thought it was funny for for one main reason is sarah's dad 
Jewish, by the way, uh, had had a friend called Stu the Jew. <laughs> but he had another friend that was also called Stu who was also Jewish. And I, and I asked him one time, I was like, why is it that the one guy gets to be Stu the Jew and the other guy is what? Chopped liver? You know? Like, <laughs> and so I thought it was similarly. It's like Frankie the Wop's like, aren't they all? Like, well, it's <laughs> like how they, how they name all of their sons, Peter, Paul, and, and all their daughters, Marie. Maria. Yeah. 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 Oh, so oh, I remember what I was going to ask, and it had to do with, like, the documentary thing. The reason he did that is because he wanted to make it feel a lot more like you were actually watching, like, the real life, like, a real life study of what these people were like. Because he pulled a lot of the way these people acted from mm. his own experiences, and that's what happens in Mean Streets and Who's That Knocking and Casino as well. Mm. Not so, I don't think so much as Casino because it's uh slightly different it's vegas gangsters versus new york gangsters mm-hmm. um but he pulled a lot like and that's why he wanted the documentary feels to make it feel a lot more like an anthropological study mm-hmm. i mean it definitely felt um i mean i didn't feel it, like it was a documentary i didn't get no the like but, it it, but he was using the voiceovers and the like location title cards and lower thirds and stuff yeah as a way to make it get, have the more documentary feel mm-hmm. it, it definitely didn't feel uh like the spirit in, dis, of a disingenuous yeah. or anything. Yeah, no. You know? I, I mean, it did feel like. I guess you're right in that it felt genuine to mm-hmm. what this life was yeah. and this world was. Uh, I do, I do love how they in, they you know have introduced not really introductions, but there's a lot of characters. Like there's so many yeah. names in this movie. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? and they're all like really interesting, and they're like, oh yeah, this is like a big like family. You know, like mm-hmm. Karen in her like uh, voiceover. Like when she's like first starting to get into the life, she's like, "We did everything together." Yeah, this yeah. was like everybody there was like, like you this know. weird sort of isolation yeah. where the, everything within that group yeah. becomes normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's um, Lorraine Bron- Broco. I can never pronounce her. Bracco. She tried to like get, like understand and learn what a mob wife was like, but she was never able to become friends with them because they were so isolated. Right, like they so kept insular. pushing her out. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. I, you know, and it's funny because I was I was I think I think this movie does a really good job of uh, painting the portrait for why people get into any sort of gang. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're you're looking for for power. You're looking for respect, yeah, and acceptance, uh, and, acceptance yeah. and like the bit, safety. Yeah, the bit uh, young when young uh, Henry Hill, like when he first gets pinched, and then like he gets out of the courtroom, and they're like, yeah. hey! and everyone's yeah. like, hey! yeah. like that big yeah. celebratory moment. And yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, that'd be mad, and like, no, you never want to get pinched. You know? yeah, yeah, and it's like this big like, and you're just like, yeah, that's why people mm-hmm. get into the mm-hmm. gangs. Yeah. yeah, exactly that moment right there. That's exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like I was talking about earlier with like him being normal, mm-hmm. but it's also like because he was part of such a large family, he never felt like he just and his dad like abused him and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. He just never felt like a family, a kinship with them. Mm-hmm. And then he, when he like became a part of this life, he he felt more of that like yeah. familial relationship yeah. with them. Yeah, that they were there for him. Yeah, the, the way his real family really wasn't. Yeah, although he did take care of his younger brother yeah. like later on. Which did you notice? Who yeah, I forget that actor's was? name, but I did. who's younger brother? Um, Michael, uh, the, Henry the, Hill's younger brother. Yeah, the, the, oh, the you wheelchair. know what? He looked familiar, but I didn't. Yeah, he's he's a, um from um. He's from a lot of movies. Yeah, but he's what I what I always remember him from is Pineapple Express, just because I always Kevin say, Corrigan. Kevin Corrigan, that's his name. I always forget his name. Uh, great actor. Um, but anyways, he's he's in um, he's True in, Romance. He, yes, he's in Pineapple Express. But Departed. the reason why I, the reason why he is in Departed, the reason why oh, I bring him up. Oh yeah, him. The reason why I bring him up is because I always say the I always send you guys the 
uh, Craig Robinson. I seen it. Yeah. yeah. GIF. It's from Pineapple Express, mm-hmm. and he's talking to uh, Kevin Corrigan because uh, Kevin Corrigan he's like this gangster type, but then he's like gotten soft and he just wants to go home to his wife. He, and he the reason why he says I seen it, he's like I saw you kill a man with like nothing but like a shoestring or something like I, was like, I seen it, I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like now you saw something. It's like it's, like, it's always. Whenever I think of him, I always think of that. That's yeah. Scene. But I mean, yeah, he's he mm-hmm. is character actor in yeah. this movie, uh, yeah. and it is funny because I'm just like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you seen him? I seen him. So you know, you know what was funny about this movie because you mentioned something about the soundtrack, sort of mm-hmm. underscoring ironically something. Yeah, something, in my something. accidental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, during the uh, Jimmy's killing spree montage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they use the piano suite from Layla, which is usually the half of the song that nobody ever really listens to. I mean, I it's it's the whole song is very good. I love Eric Clapton, but mm-hmm. it, you, everybody knows that. But you know that the piano suite, which is the other half of the song, mm-hmm. that feels like a completely different song, is usually the half that people forget about and i thought it was interesting that the movie used that mm-hmm. bit of the song I have in a fun it fact about that oh go ahead um during the famous layla montage scorsese plays the piano coda section of the song during each of this during the shooting of each scene so that certain bars of the piano piece would match up with certain shots mm. so he actually played it while they were filming so that when they went to editing and i think there is another fun fact on here it's like he had 53 he used 53 43 songs which is the equivalent of about four albums and he had thought about all the songs and where they would appear before he had even started filming at least three years before he shot the film according to the music editor christopher brooks interesting so that's like uh edgar wright and baby driver same mm-hmm. thing like mm-hmm. he wrote that script with those songs in yeah. mind james gunn with guardians of the mm-hmm. galaxy you know like really careful song selection i love a good uh director who knows his pre-production yeah, it's important. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, question for you. Yeah. How did you like... I thought Maury's wig thing was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it comes off immediately. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty good. Uh, this this movie, you know, we talked about the anti-heroes that you don't like, but yeah. you kind of like these guys. Mm-hmm. What about, like, the family aspect? Like, the stuff with Karen and, like, his, you know... Because I really like... Uh, I, I never really thought about it much uh, when I first saw it as a kid. Yeah. But rewatching it, I really like Karen's character. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Like I she love her. her the way the her arc is like so mm-hmm. interesting to me and she's just interesting as a character. I was like, yeah. Huh. I'd never really noticed it uh, before in yeah. previous watchings, but I did like Yeah. Because her. She, she felt like a victim without being victimized. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, she was like a part of it. She knew what was going on. Yeah, and she was like you said, she was attracted to it. Like it turned mm-hmm. her on. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, she was you know a victim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, she does end up getting like pulled into like the drug lifestyle yeah. like later on, and like she's she's yeah. also using to. I mean, yeah, they're both like, and yeah. I like that. Speaking of the editing, I like that scene. The that, the that helicopter is that scene. is that because it's all that like, whole yeah, sequence it's is so, my favorite. Yeah. yeah, it's my favorite cinematic scene in. Ever, it's like, really I absolutely love that whole sequence. Well, because it's, well it's, yeah. it's like you can see them spinning out, like totally. from the time the May um, tenth title card shows up yeah. until 
um, they get arrested. That entire, I think it's like 15 to 20 minutes, is like my favorite thing in all of cinema. I'm yeah. just like, it's yeah. so perfect. It really captures his eroticism, his yeah. paranoia. And you feel it. Like, yeah. I feel I'm just watching yeah. and you just, I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. all tense. Yeah. Because he, cause he keeps like repeating himself uh-huh. and saying stuff, but it's different every time, but it feels like the same thing. And, yeah. he, yeah. and he's like and looking like, at the thing. Even his narration, yeah. if you listen, his narration gets faster and faster mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. he is getting more anxious telling that story. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought that was I thought that was really cool and really well done. Uh, it's it's hard to get a sense of of a character being out of control. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. and, and that scene really nailed it. Yeah, and I think Ray Liotta did a really great job, and he had never n- done drugs before <laughs> filming that scene, so it was like. And then he was on drugs for that whole scene. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, but but I did like Karen. I, you know, it's funny is I kept thinking, like the the I think the family stuff I didn't mind because. It was a bunch of different settings. Like it was her with all the wives, and mm-hmm. then like the families together sometimes, and then, and and there was more going on than just showing us. Ah, they have a family. Like yeah. there's a joke I have here where the, one of the women is is talking to. I think she's talking to Karen. She says, "He's so jealous. If anyone looks at me, he'll kill him." Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> you know, like yeah. you know, like there's stuff like that. And so I, I feel like it was it was more these snippets mm-hmm. rather than the whole movie being about just their families. Like yeah. Um, and so that worked for me. I, although I kept thinking like two things throughout the whole movie. It was like. Dude, if you're going to have a girlfriend and be married, that's fine. But don't have the same girlfriend. Like, switch switch out the girlfriends every couple months. Like, this is not a good idea. Uh, and then, and I also kept thinking, at some point, he really ought to put his money in a savings account. And then he would have avoided all of this shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but they didn't think like that. I know. The books, right? I know. But, but, I just, but I just kept thinking, like, those yeah. things, yeah. you know? I will say, um, I did think that those white folk use the N-word a little too much. <laughs> I think they used it just enough for <laughs> it being in set in the what seventies, well fifties, seventies, and eighties. Fifties to eighties, yeah. yeah. Um, and because uh, it was a common word at the time, especially Italian. It's a common word now, gangsters. I mean, they, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Um, I did notice there were other some other Sopranos folks. I think that the fellow with the the white hair on the sides that sort of skunk hair dude from the Sopranos mm. I noticed in the mm-hmm. background of one scene I don't, yeah, I've never watched the Sopranos of... I think it was him yeah. no there um, no I when I was like flipping through some of the um characters actors on IMDb like if you would look at their known for they would have the Sopranos on there right yeah um and then um I did notice uh I don't know if you, so that that scene where Karen where where Jimmy's like no no go down there check out there's some there's some, oh, yeah. some oh, yeah. that scene always super creepy me out. it's yeah, super it's creepy so cuz I don't know what the fuck I don't know if he yeah. was sending her down there to get killed or brutalized or what I mean yeah. but it was yeah. or or if there genuinely were like coats <laughs> I have no yeah. idea or dresses yeah. well, you know, it's, just... it's also like because when like it's told from her point of view a little bit, and she's probably on coke or something at that point. Right, that her she's an unreliable witness. I mean, she and, and Henry both yeah. are. Yeah. And you know, ways. but I mean, I, I mean, in that, I think it's a little bit more clear that like her, she, that, her that, paranoia that that's dangerous. Like he's yes. gonna yeah. kill her. Yeah, because I mean, I like the bit it's subtle, but the bit where she's he's like, oh, you should take some coats or whatever. He's like, okay, I'll take a look for my mom or whatever. Yeah, and she goes, she begins to go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's where normally she would go whenever Jimmy was gonna give her 
uh, stuff, you right. know, like stolen stuff. And she's like, no, 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 it's not this way. It's this way. Yeah. And he's being real creepy and shady yeah. the whole time. And he time. keeps like, just sort of. And he's like, like no, 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 you just write that. You just keep yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah. and even when the and police. Also, I'm the sorry police to cut you off. Him, uh, but in that scene when she looks into the into thing and it's just and you don't see the guys' faces it's yeah. just like a backlit. dark yeah. backlit it's super shady and you're just like yep that's a murder that's 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 where someone gets murdered yeah, yeah. well it also it's kind of like mirrored when he with um, Henry's voice over when the cops come he's like oh I knew it was cops because yeah only cops it, talk I, like only that only cops talk like that if it was somebody from the family I would have been dead they yeah. wouldn't have said anything yeah, and that's kind of there, yeah it's kind of like that's he's like he's not saying anything but you know she's gonna die yeah right well in the way they said when he says it too it's like uh you know, you think they send you know strangers after you know it's your friends that come to you yeah, with they, smiles they come to you with yeah. smiles yeah, yeah. yeah. cause like when um Tommy's gonna or Tommy um when Joe Pesci's gonna like Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, that was yeah. I don't know why I was like whatever. Yeah. Um, when when, he, when they when they trick him to, yeah. to make him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When they're gonna make him and he like opens the door and it's just like this empty room and yeah. then it's like bam in his face. Yeah. Well, he's just like I think he kind of realizes in that moment too. He goes. He's, he's just like oh no or something. Yeah. He's like, like oh that. shit. And then yeah. He, which is which is funny because I had. I think I'd seen that scene before, but once again thought it was maybe Casino. Unless mm. he also gets shot in the back of the head in Casino, I have no idea. Mm. Um, I don't remember. But, uh, but yeah, so I was like, oh, that was this movie. But one of yeah. the guys that kills him, Marty's dad. Huh. If um, you, like, if in the overhead scene, if yeah. the, the guy on the right with yeah. the, the kind of the belly and the cane, uh-huh. that's Marty's dad. Oh. So this is the guy, so this is the guy uh-huh. that yeah. is in The Sopranos. Yes. The, I mean, if you can see. But uh-huh. he is, he, he was in Goodfellas. So, he's in the background. Yeah, he's in the background. Um, but I noticed him. But he doesn't have this hair, but he yeah, still looks, he looks, you know, distinctive. Um, but uh, anyway, but I was going to say when 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 Karen's walking away in that scene, mm-hmm. um, and she gets in the car and drives away really quickly, one of the fake license plates falls off. It's just like a piece of paper that looks like a New York plate, and it just like flops that's right great. off. Well, I guess that's filmmaking in the nineties, eighties for you, I guess. Well. I mean, uh, I I know that uh, in the first Godfather, there's that bit where James Caan like runs across the street and like leaps up over railing and starts like punching some guy in the face, yeah. and the shot is like profile, and you can see him missing him by like a foot. You oh know? yeah, yeah, you and, can. Yeah, and, yeah, I, I and that. like I that's that that's shot. one of the things about I think Godfather that sort of sort of turned me away from it too mm. was it it felt like I don't want to say it's like. They didn't know how to make movies yet, but I felt like Coppola was just like, ah, fuck it. You yeah. know, like there's just a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of like weird mistakes yeah. in that yeah. movie that sort of is like, if you're not going to take this movie, making this movie seriously, seriously, Mr. Coppola, then I'm not going to watch it. Well, it's also the seventies, Joe. They were freewheeling. They were on freewheeling drugs. Coke. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so funny too. like old movies, not, not casino, but like movies from the seventies. Uh, they really didn't know what color blood was. Like it's super uh, orange. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah. I did want to ask you if there were any like we've talked about a lot of scenes in this, but yeah. if there were like two of my favorite scenes in all of cinema are from this film. But mm. I want to know if there were any scenes that particularly stood out to you. Uh, Both obvi- of you actually. Well, obviously the the scenes that I had seen before, but wasn't sure if they were in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the push pull that I told you about in the diner when I think when uh, when Henry's realizing, oh shit, Jimmy's gonna she's mm-hmm. gonna have me killed. Yeah. Um, the tracking shot going into the Copa Cabana yeah, Club, which is great. I think like the sort of from below 
shot of them like just shit kicking somebody mm-hmm. feels like a thing that's in mm-hmm. a lot of other movies that, that yeah. came out of yeah. this and, and the, the opening the trunk sort of shot mm-hmm. that's in a lot of uh, crime films. Yeah. I think there's a, a much more sure-handed blend of comedy with the atrocities mm-hmm. in this film than mm-hmm. something like Departed, which really does genuinely yeah. bother me because The Departed is super clunky. Because one of your crit- criticisms of Scorsese is that you, the tone, right? Yeah. You're like, yeah. he's totally all over the place. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, I mean... It's it's a lot more natural. Mm. I think it's I think it works a lot better. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, there's that there, there's there's that bit when, uh, like, the, the opening when they're... When they, they kill yeah. the, the made man in the trunk and everything. Uh-huh. And I cannot remember now what what he says but it's they're just like oh shit and then like they you know and yeah. it's like that's a funny opening yeah it's it's like the it's like, oh, oh shit, shit still alive I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know <laughs> like when they're driving when and the it's like, like what's did that I, did i hit something is that, is that tire yeah. Yeah, stop and check yeah and it's like yeah. that was so like i really i thought that was funny and it was good and it was mm-hmm. it was like dark humor in a way that made sense mm-hmm. versus because i don't think we were meant to be a paul well surprised but maybe not appalled by the murder mm-hmm. versus like a scene in in the departed when you know, we're, we like Martin Sheen's character, mm-hmm. we're with him, and then, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, rounds the corner, and you just see him, like, fall into yeah. frame, and then, like, splatter, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like, that's meant to be fun, I mean, that is funny, but it shouldn't be, you know, mm-hmm. and that, so, so, this, this scene felt like it was meant to be funny, and it was, gotcha. you know, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, Johnny? Are there any scenes um, that really always stood out to you or that more stood out to you this time? Um, I've always loved, loved, loved the shot of Karen with the gun. Oh, yeah. Holding in it his over, face. In his face as he wakes up. Mm-hmm. Sarah wakes me up with a gun in my face all the time. I mean, no better way that's to wake how, up. That's how relationships work, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've Especially always loved that shot. I think that shot is so good. It was I really good. so much. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I, I, I mean, I've seen it before, but... I love, I still love that, the tracking with the, uh, the, the Copa Cabana. It gets yeah. such, a, that scene kind of is just encompasses this movie so well, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, you see like the lifestyle, you get, that, that scene does a really good job of seducing you into that lifestyle the way mm-hmm. that Henry is seducing yeah. um, Karen into that lifestyle. Which, um, fun fact, Joe, and this is something that we talked about earlier, like b- between the two of us, um, that was something that happened day of. They were they weren't allowed to go into the front entrance, so Scorsese decided that, or they were only allowed to use the back entrance. So that was like, uh, like split second decision where Scorsese was like, "Oh, we're going to use the back entrance and use this to illustrate how she is seduced into this lifestyle." Mm-hmm. Well, and I also thought it was cool because it's him basically doing his impersonation of Jimmy. Yeah, because he always like, he yeah. idolized yeah, him. Yeah, he looked yeah. up to him. Yeah. And so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and yeah. it's also like showing how Henry always gets into, like, the back of things. Like, when he they do the Air France thing, yeah. he's, like, getting in through the back, what, the back room. Oh, yeah. You always have to make everything so sexual, Joe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed this or caught this or if it even popped up in your brain, but did you, I mean, this movie obviously had a lot of influence around other things. Mm-hmm. But did you catch that it's pretty much the, um, it's, this movie uh, is... Like they pay homage to it in a community episode, the one where the chicken fingers and they like run the scheme, uh, op ed, and he's like, and he's like doing the voiceover and it's like has all the pans and everything. Oh, you know what? I don't know. I that didn't. No. Yeah, it, it's like entirely. Yeah. You remember what you remember what episode I'm talking about, right? Where I, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they uh, 
they Abed gets a job at the lunch because they the chicken fingers are yeah. really good. Yeah. And they become like they bribe I everyone do with chicken fingers. That. Yeah. 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 It's like all it's like all uh, like a I mean we <laughs> talked about community and yeah. they're like a genre episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just like a and it, and it's uh and it's I think the I think one of the first lines of the voiceover, like it's like I've always wanted to be like a part, like a you know, person with the chicken fingers or something. Like that. <laughs> it's like a total homage mm. to this this movie, oh, which that's also reminds me, um, Johnny. I know you didn't end up watching it, but Hustlers, a hundred oh, yeah. like a hundred. Oh yeah, you mentioned that that movie had the, strong uh, like uh, Scorsese. According tone. to the writer director, she pulled almost all of her inspiration from Goodfellas for Hustlers. I could see that because I liked Hustlers. It was quite good. You should yeah. see I, it. I, I mean, you know. I, it's it's I an amazing film. I love I, it. I still haven't seen it. Chapter it's, two. So. Yeah, it was. It's my most surprising film of the year so far. Yeah, huh. but yeah, I'll, like there is, I like so much of Goodfellas and Hustlers. I kept, just female. I kept thinking uh, all throughout Hustlers, like, oh, they just gotta save their money. Just save your money. <laughs> well, Joe, that's exactly what she saw in during Goodfellas. Too. I know. That's what I'm saying. Gotta Which is good advice. Money. Save your money, <laughs> guys. Everybody open a bank account. <laughs> save start, start socking money away. Yeah. I do have a couple recastings, but I do have um, one fun fact that I really, really want to talk about. Right. I think Let's it's just, it's kind of a funny fun fact. Spill it. The MPAA ordered only 10 frames of blood to be removed before they could give it the R rating. Oh, yeah. Huh. I did, I did 10 that. frames. That's hmm. so weird. Hmm. But the MPAA is really weird. Well, you yeah. know that, but they that that is I've I've seen that before in other films where like somebody gets shot in the head, they're like, fine, but you just have to cut off the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right. You know what's funny actually about that tracking shot because that mm-hmm. was that was all in a steady cam, mm-hmm. and the steady cam was invented in like the mid seventies, I think. But I feel like this movie, uh, other movies have done it too, but this movie really made use of what the steady cam can do mm-hmm. you know yeah. in, in in a tracking shot like that yeah. which uh i don't know if that was the first time it had been done with it because there's also there's also a really great long tracking shot honest i think but i don't know if it's on a steady cam in untouchables um uh when they're going through the police station um mm. i have not seen untouchables oh it's a good I know it's on my list. Hmm. Well, anyway, um, uh, I yeah. do have a couple recastings for yeah. Jimmy, Henry, and one for Karen. Okay. So for Karen, Elizabeth or Ellen Barkin was considered for the role. Who yeah, I don't know who she is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sounds, like a, Baldwin, sounds like a dog actress. I know. You know. Alec Baldwin auditioned for the role, and Sean Penn was considered for Henry Hill. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. John Malkovich was considered for Jimmy. Even weirder. Scorsese courted William Peterson. Huh. No, that I can't see. And Robert Jr. was offered either the role of Jimmy or Tommy, but he, of course, chose Jimmy. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Al Pacino was offered the role of Jimmy, but turned it down because he didn't want to be stereotyped. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So that is recasting. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, Joe Scorsese, you got a new take, or, you, or do you? Just Are like you going this? to watch any more Scorsese? Yeah. Do you would want you watch to borrow Taxi Driver? Ta- like, I don't have Taxi Driver, but I have Mean Streets. I would watch others. I would watch other Scorsese films, but I don't know that I'd like binge all of his stuff. It's not, yeah. Oh like, no, they're yeah. all very long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all kind of like this. <laughs> yeah, because because ultimately they're not uplifting movies. They're not. No, <laughs> they're, they're pretty heavy tales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Hugo's his only uplifting tale. Mm. Could be. Yeah. Yeah, because Age of Innocence is a little bit of a downer as well. Yeah, but you say you didn't like that one. No, I don't like it. A lot of people love it. Yeah. They say it's like one. I don't of his... think I've ever seen that one. Are they it's... are they saying that they like the movie or the Don Henley song? 
I the movie because yeah. it's usually when we're talking about the context Boo. of a movie. I've never heard of that song. Boo. It's a good song. You've probably heard it. I I I mean probably I don't know, but my boo stance. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways. I'm glad, Joe, that you enjoyed this. I did. And you changed your mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm glad that we can finally get Blum off your back about one movie. <laughs> <laughs> We've lifted the shame from you. You are no longer... We need to have a ceremony sh- now at the end of every yeah. oh, yeah. super shame episode where it's a like, christening. the shame has been lifted. Oh my lifted. God, not a christening. <laughs> Which is so. something else that we could talk about, but that's a whole other, like... Or tangent we can go on is the religion aspect in Scorsese's films versus mm. this one, which is has almost zero religious. Just a little bit, just like oh wait, you know they yeah. can't know Coming that you're not cross. Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like they they. He's like, oh, he's like, I hear you're half Jewish. He's like, oh, only the good part. Yeah. Only the good half. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they literally hide hit like they hide the Christianity yeah. that is so prevalent in most of Scorsese's early work. But anyways, thank you guys for listening and to thank you, Joe. Extra long episode yeah. for an extra I, told, long I knew movie. this was going to be a long episode, yeah. but I, There's I love... There's a lot to here. I love this movie so much. It yeah. is. We watching it again, I was like, God damn, I love this movie. It's uh, it's, so it's one of those, I was like, yeah, I really like this movie. Um, but Joe, I'm really glad that you... I'm glad you liked it too. I'm, I, like, I'm so glad that we could talk about this with <laughs> yeah. you and, and finally get you to stop bad-mouthing it. Yeah. Scorsese. How dare you besmirch I'm, the name of Marty Scorsese. Still right. still going to be critical on these other films. I think you're just jealous because Sarah loves him so much. Yeah. It's, but she said it was like an uncle. It's fine. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, let us know your thoughts on Marty Scorsese <laughs> in, <laughs> on Twitter both, or Instagram. Both points of view are welcome. <laughs> at Nostalgitis, N-O-S-T-A-L-G-I-T-I-S. Or you can email us at the thenostalgiaeffectpod at gmail.com. I don't know how she spells that every time. She's yeah. good. She's good. Hey, I got I got it down. <laughs> I don't know how I can spell it either. I can barely read. But thank you guys so much. And don't forget to be kind and rewind. And forget about it. Forget about it. Gabagool. <laughs> All right. Racist. <laughs>